Netflix. Fighter jet footage is fucking cool. It's yeah. so damn fun to watch. Yeah. Literally, uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's a good and a bad way because, like, uh, Kayla and I just watched the Starfighters. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that is the most boring movie. One of the most boring movies they ever watched. Yeah. It's all about context because you can watch. You can watch. You're watching loads of fighter jet footage. You're watching them drop bombs yeah. and missile and launch missiles and so boring. Yeah. Is this the point where it's I get... It's intensely boring. Is this the point where I say, hey, welcome to Undercooked Analysis? If you'd like to. Welcome to Undercooked okay. Analysis. Might we're, as well. We're, we're, we're discuss- we've been discussing... It's been, over, it's been over 30 minutes. It's and been 84 years. <laughs> and I can still fresh paint. paint. The china <laughs> has never been used. Well... You know, why, why am I pretending I'm holding a cigarette? She never held she a cigarette. Been. Yeah. She should have been. She should have been. Yeah, like, like in her like night. And she what did she? <laughs> wasn't she like turning a hundred or some shit? Some, some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> it's been eighty four. No, eight. It was eighty four years. Eighty four years. I can still smell the fresh paint. Why, why would there be fresh paint on the ship that's about to go out to sea? Because it was a new build. Yeah, but you'd want to like. It was like literally a new build. So that that's like you don't paint a boat and then just go out to sea. You paint a boat, let it dry, and then go out. Why to do sea. cars smell new? You don't just make a car. Yeah, you don't paint <laughs> new new boat smell. It's new boat new smell. New boat smell. The it's, it's, it's not a smell. It's like oh not- my god. Okay, hold on. I, I do have to say one thing. Um, Carla wanted to watch. Sorry, Paprika wanted to watch a movie called uh, La. Adele de... Oh, Le Eventue de Adele Blanc Sec. Which is kind of like, um, like eight, like late 1800s pulp novel turned into a movie. Oh. Um, very like golden age of Egyptology. Like the idea, I'm going to be like, spoilers, I'm going to be very brief with this. Um, there's this, um, uh, adventurer, she goes to Egypt to steal the, um, sarcophagus of Ramses II's personal physician, Patmosis, to help her sister, who is like in a coma or something. Like, it just needs medical attention. And only, and the doctors can't help her, so she needs to take this mummy. Uh, she knows a physicist who can resurrect the dead through magic. Don't ask me how that works. <laughs> uh, a lot of funny shit. Physics in, equals magic in this In, in this, in this in whatever. Uh, it, parts of it are good, Whatever. At the end of it, after this long travail of events, she's like, I gotta go take a break. I'm gonna go on vacation. And she hops on a boat, and uh, people are dropping her luggage. Oh no, it's not gonna be that fun of a vacation. And it zooms out, and it's the RMS Titanic! Does she die? No, the adventure continues. How? He gets hit by an iceberg! (laughs) I don't think I've ever read, like, old... Story. Neither have I. But no one wrote a fun serial about the Titanic that didn't end in the tragedy. The point is, the adventure continues. And she dies! No, the it ends! Continues. Well, I mean, the Titanic... No. She hits a fucking thing in the North Atlantic! No. People survived the Titanic. That wasn't like... Yeah, but it wasn't like a fun, you know, pulp adventure. It no. was, oh my god, everyone's dead and I'm freezing at sea. Well, uh, they, where they does did, that story they did go? That thing, they did the same Indiana Jones thing where they start it with another adventure, they have their adventure, yes, and they end it why hinting the at the Titanic. It could have been any Starliner from it start that. from Paris? Isn't that why? Or she can't no, it started in. Where does it start from? England, right? 
Yeah. It started in England. And, yeah, uh, Titanic, in Titanic started in England and made its way to New York. Like, what what wacky hijinks is she going to get up to on the Titanic I, on its only voyage? I mean... I'm so confused. One of the first computer games that I played was... Uh, mm. You know what I'm talking about! Yeah. That murder yeah. mystery type time travel. Did you ever play the board game? No! They Holy made a shit. board game. Like my family bought this shortly after the movie came out, and we all played the board game, and like it's like, well, one person won, and everyone drowned. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that, uh, if you actually go Do to you the- have the bellhop coin to go faster? Actually, if you go <laughs> so to the- fucking impressive. I, I know we probably should get to the actual podcast. We probably should. But uh, they're actually- Why the hell would they make a board game out of that? Money. Wow. Branding. That, that movie Branding. sold oh, ass my God. loads. That movie did so fucking Ooh. well. Hence, hence why... Um, We're still talking about What about uh, James Cameron? Had why James Cameron make movies about blue people? That no oh, no. That, that guy currently has the... It basically acts like he has the biggest dick right now and because of how successful we his kind of all told him he did. Right now. Like, right now. I mean, Titanic is like 20 years old. I'm making it? four avatars. Yeah. I don't know. A single person. Yeah, I, the way of I could have just imagined him going like, hey, assholes, I'm still the king of the world. Look at this. I have to wonder how he felt about Barbenheimer. <laughs> Insanely just... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I should, for additional context, just in case you're noting the sound here, hey, we are recording live from, uh, from really Abysme live. and Paprika's... Okay. Home base. I like live. Don't don't misconstrue. Okay, we're recording from from the cozy living room of Bismi and Paprika. Welcome. They're here. We're sitting around drinking tea. It's Welcome. nice. Would yeah. anyone like some tea? Already Any of our tea. guests? Uh, it's very good tea. Send me a, a comment and I'll I'll mail you tea. We'll mail you Liquid tea. tea. It might oh, be God. cold by the time it gets to you. Join the Patreon and we'll mail you some tea. Can't be iced tea. Can't be warm tea. It's just gonna be tea. It's gonna be tea. It's gonna be like so you're gonna open an envelope and then water's gonna drip out. Is this the point where you announce it's the point where we spill the tea? Is this the point where you announce the Patreon or update a Patreon? Since well, I mean, I could, but uh, I won't. No, I'm kidding. Uh, well, I mean, fact of the matter is, uh, we have we are moving forward and doing cool shit. Like, uh, hey, if you want to hear the dregs before this, you can go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash. Creative horror? What? Ooh, yeah, what? we changed the URL because now it's the it's the Creative Horror Patreon. Woo! Oh yeah, the transition has been made. Midnight Mariner is dead. Gone. So now, gone. Removed. And I'm deleting all the episodes. Well, no, that's not true. It, no, like, <laughs> only some of the episodes. Maybe don't say it like quite like that. <laughs> no, that's it's fair. still there. It's always there, and it always will be if I can have it that way. Things end. Grow up. Yeah, it's fine. I, I edited it because I was ready to do other things. I don't know what those other things are yet. I have some ideas. But, you know who's not ready to end things? Rorschach Rorschach. Never. Yeah. Never. Uh, see, he's he's back the, with the vengeance. Yeah. No. Well, technically, this is part of the same set of three stories that I sent. Last time we read, even darkness needs hugs, and it made us all apoplectic. Apoplectic. Amplificated. What the hell are you trying to say? It made us all have an aneurysm. But uh, we, we're going to read one of the other ones that was sent because, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I need you all to send us more shit. Create content for us. Yeah. Create, make, create content, make content for you. Because send, we can't. 
We can't just grab and read stories anymore. That's not the way we do things. Send us your stories at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. Or if you're on... Uh, Mail them in envelopes with, with <laughs> some tea. Email this web zone. It, or if you're, if you're on Patreon, you can send it through Patreon. Or if you're on Patreon and on the Discord... You can send it through the Discord. Mostly the Discord. Yeah. There are lots of ways that you can throw stories at us. Remember, patrons get priority when it comes to the stories they submit. Also, please make sure the story, you have permission to share the story if it's not yours. Uh, I did, we were looking at what we were going to read tonight, and there was a more recent one, but we realized we couldn't read it because we don't have express permission to read that story. It's just one of those ones like, I'm surprised you've never touched this one before. I'm like, well, we can't because that's not the way we do things anymore. We are all about keeping it kind of above board and making sure that the people who are sharing the stories with us want the stories to be shared or expressly have permission for the stories to be shared. That being said, Rorschach Rorschach did that. So we're going to respect Rorschach here and read another insane story called Why When Ray is in a Bad Mood. And I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling every time we do this. (laughs) Oh, wait. Do we roll? Just drawn. Is it time to roll die to see? We have been doing that recently. Rolling oh, initiative. Get one. Yeah, so get the most comical die you can. Roll. Well, we don't. We lost most of ours, but we'll uh, go get mine. Email, how do we? How do you play? Our web zone for with comical die. We only need one die. We only one d twenty. We need one d twenty to roll initiative. What about flipping a? That's optional too. We could do that. That might be easier. Now, now, a tarot card. now, Disney has. Well, we could do that. See, that's Curse of Strahd style. That's where you flip the cards and it reveals the random location. D20 or a D4? Uh, D20. D20? Yeah, we'll D20. see. One. Hey, that dice pack looks familiar. <laughs> hey! Also, you knit this for me. I did. Oh my god, there's a, a bunch of couple of items here that I crocheted. All right, so we're all just rolling initiative? Yeah, yeah let's roll initiative. Okay, this no is, bonuses. This just five. Ha! That is a one. Chris ain't going first. That one. All right, I'll be next. David, where'd you get your cockatoo polo? I like it. Oh, I got it at a store. (laughs) That's a 14. I got an 11. Okay, 11. All right, Brika. That's effective. Very effective. What'd you get? Uh, Roll it on the table. You want me to reroll? Roll it on the table, please. That's a two. Okay. So So that means that I'm in front, right? So I got the low. So it's... I'm second. You got the low. You just got one. Actually, it's... It's just clockwise. clockwise. Uh, Starting with the Perfect. Yeah, I guess I'm starting it off. Perfect. Okay. Here we go. And uh, this this first one... Oh, all right. Here we go. You, you ready? Are we all bracing ourselves? Are we all clenching? Yes. Okay. Mother, why can't we leave Ray? My son Jerry tells me all the time, and Ray is physically abusive, but being the stepfather to my son Jerry, he is dangerous to be around at times... And the other times, Ray is amazing. He's a steroid junkie who likes to build <laughs> his body. And he has hit me and Jerry so many times. Yes, he leaves bruises and marks. But they can only heal when Ray is in a good mood. What the fuck? I'm already lost. When Ray is in a good mood, everything is fantastic. When Ray is not in a good mood, then everything is hell. And like a storm, he destroys things. We should leave, but I don't. I tell my son Jerry to just hold on and wait for Ray to be in a good mood. Everything will be fantastic. Yep, this is a Rorschach Rorschach story. Oh right. my god! Starting off strong. So, who is who? Okay, so... So, we have... So, Jerry... I think we're speaking from the mother's perspective. Yeah. So, Jerry so is telling... doesn't have a name yet, but no. Jerry and Ray. Jerry is her... Jerry is the son. Ray is the stepfather. Yeah, Ray yeah. is, 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 this one's, is they, the narrator's husband. Yeah, and she can't leave Ray for some reason. 
Because I... Raised dangerous. Because he's funny looking. <laughs> Just didn't... Couldn't remember. possibly be funny looking. At the same time, I'm trying to keep reality man at bay. What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> okay, so you talk about Rorschach R- Roomba like he is... <laughs> um, sorry, one second. Rorschach Roshan is the author. Rorschach Roshan is the author, yeah. But I, can we call them Rorschach Roomba? Because that's kind of great. Rorschach Roomba is kind of good. I kind of approve of that. I'm trying to keep Reality Man at bay and what a terrible thing he is. What? Reality, reality Man. Are we talking? Reality Man. What the heck? Like is- from like Noel Fielding's luxury comedy. He's played by Richard Iowati. Like, this is a thing. Anyway, sorry. Go sure. ahead. I also try to keep Reality Man at bay from my son, Jerry. Reality showers your senses with what reality actually is. With Reality Man, you notice... You will notice the bad weather, the wars, the recessions, and everything in between, especially when Ray is in a bad mood. I, I'm confused. <laughs> keep, just keep reading. I have the medication to keep Reality Man at bay for me and my son. You have the medication. Reality Man is most horrible, and my medication keeps him away. My, <laughs> you just said that. My medication is hated by Reality Man, and I like to think of myself as his sworn enemy and a protector of my son, Jerry. From Reality Man. Oh, boy. Protecting your kid from reality. Oh, boy. Interesting. You know, so much of these... Sorry, let, let's finish the paragraph and I'll, I'll, I'll get to my Okay. Thought. To wake up every day with Reality Man's in one's face, what a horrible thing to wake up to. Reality Man is everywhere. But with the help I received to keep Reality Man at bay, Reality Man will be far, far away. You wow. Have, there's a lot... Okay, so now here's the thing. The thing with, with Rorschach and Rorschach stories is you have to pick through... The redundancies to because mm-hmm. it just feels like it's repeat, repetition, 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 repetition. But there is something underneath that. There, there always it, has been. It's a, a weird predilection to take metaphor and just be so incredibly blunt with it to come around the horseshoe to be weird, confusing metaphor again. <laughs> yeah, and you do have to decipher it. But yeah, it's like you know, I don't want my kid to. I, I've raised a kid in the modern era where everything is scary and depressing, and I don't know how to prepare them for that because I myself am not prepared for that. So what is my only recourse? Um, medication. And we're just going to ignore reality, man. And <laughs> it's not a thing Re- anymore. As long as it's over there, we don't have to deal with the bad thoughts. Right. Yeah. So how, how, this, how this is going to connect to Ray being in a bad mood... I, exactly. It feels like, um, who's the guy from Wham City? I always forget his name. Oh, uh, my God. Um, why am I? Uh, Alan. Alan Resnick. Alan Resnick. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like an Alan Resnick. Uh, like, could, I can imagine Alan Resnick reciting this. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember in, is that the right one? I remember yep. in the past taking Jerry and mm. leaving Ray. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. it. Uh, but the bruises and cuts weren't healing and becoming worse, even septic. It's only when Ray found us and was in a good mood. Is Ray like meant to be like a ray of sunshine? That's yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Ray is not just a stepfather. Ray is like a metaphor for something else. Ray is somehow a reality man too. It's only when Ray found us and was in a good mood. And thank God he was in a good mood that our cuts and bruises had finally healed instantly right in front of our eyes. It felt good. And I remembered running away from Ray another time with no cuts and bruises though. And I started to miss Ray's good mood. When Ray is in a good mood, everything is amazing and life goes exactly the way I want it. So everything starts again at box one and Ray 
is simply Ray and the good moods make everyone feel so good. Mm. Is he like... I, I mean, like, this is this is definitely a, like, there, there's there's always that idea, like, you, you keep coming back to the person who hurts you because when things are good, they're like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Right, but they, like, literally get septic. It, it can't from, be that yeah. obvious. It has to be something well, more are, symbolic. Is this a riddle? Is well, this, like, every, every Rorschach Rorschach is a fucking riddle. <laughs> I think sometimes we, we get really into the weeds with these stories, and you gotta wonder how much of it is, is meant to be this like cryptic thing. How much of it is just maybe it actually is just that literal. If so Rorschach Roshan is short story one, I short story one has gone on record saying I write all my stories at three in the morning when I'm half awake and okay. I've had a weird dream. Yeah. So take that into consideration. Uh-huh. But there is always some deeply buried. You grain guys there. are like. Like starting a new writing art form. Like I'm not saying, <laughs> but this is like we're no, not. they have that's Rorschach yeah, no. and and like, or what short we're reading one. sounds like not lucid dreaming, but lucid writing. No, exactly. Like, this is people have actually s- tried this. Like I've tried to emulate it. Yeah, say, to this type of style. Like oh, I I tried writing it at three o'clock in the morning when I'm half asleep, and they for some reason can't just do can't, it. can't do it. I think if Rorschach Roshan is another person. I think he's the only one that's been close enough to get this type of stuff. I've said this before. I will say it a thousand times. Rorschach, Roshan, Short Story 1, whatever. um, They are the most unique, standout author in horror fiction, in online horror fiction. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Not to say that there aren't other authors that are great or like, you know, whatever. But as far like in the landscape of online horror fiction... Where it's just saturated, and there is just you know so much stuff out there. No one is as unique as these stories. None of them keep my attention and make me scratch my head and sit with me than these stories. They are so fucking unique. No one else is doing this, and they'll probably never get the recognition beyond what we give them. Yeah, and that's fine. But like you know, everyone's like saying, "Oh, this no sleep." This no sleep author got this, you know, TV deal. Cool. They're not doing this though. <laughs> like, goddamn. I mean, you, yeah, you've got to admit, no matter you come up, this is memorable. This is, yeah, I will never From forget style these to, stories. Yeah, whatever. You could think what you want of that, but it's certainly unforgettable. It's just insane. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Jerry was suffering so much with Reality Man, and he kept showing my son the reality of his debts. That he had accumulated through gambling. How old is Jerry? Wait, wait. How old is Jerry? What the fuck? Jerry's thirty-five. Is this, is this AI writing? <laughs> no, AI writing. AI writing. Well, AI writing is repetitive, but it's not this unhinged. No. AI yeah, writing, ironically, because of like the restrictions they have to put on their subject matter these days, is not this crazy. Uh-huh. And that is a weird thing to say. Uh, uh blah 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 blah. Uh, shit. Where it was a terrible. My phone just freaked out. Technology, everybody. There we go. There we go. Okay. Uh, It was terrible what reality was doing to Jerry, my poor son who loved to gamble. (laughs) (laughs) He just wants to play slots. Jerry was at his wit's end with Reality Man, and every day the numbers kept glowing at him, and the possibility of making Jerry bankrupt at a young age, merely in his early 20s, damn, was definitely going to ruin his future. Can you gamble before 21? Yeah. Uh, In certain states. Certain states, yeah. Was definitely going to ruin his future. This was glooming in front of him. This is what Reality Man glooming does. in front of him? It gloomed in front of him. That's 
have questionable grammar, but are we really going to start that here? If we try to question the grammar here. It's a clue. It's a clue. A clue? Oh, you see a clue? It's that card game clue. Where? G. G. This is what Reality Man does, and this is where Reality Man shines. Luckily enough, I caught up. Luckily enough, I caught up with Jerry at his darkest moment, and I had the protection to keep Reality Man at bay for my son Jerry. (laughs) Jerry needed my protection from Reality Man, and I gave my son my medication to keep him to keep Reality Man at bay. We also don't know what the medication is yet. Yeah, we don't know. We just know there is medication. It's it's anti. As far as we know, it's anti Reality Man medication. Uh, what is anti Reality? Uh, fantasy, like fantasy, like antidepressants. Let's plays. <laughs> That's my anti reality. V tubing. Is it slacking off and like <laughs> not video games? It's booby streamers. Uh, I don't know. Uh oh, what the? Okay, this is okay. I just wait. What? Hold on, hold on. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let me just read it. Some people pay Ray to hurt them when he's in a bad mood, and then to heal them when he's in a good mood. Is he a sex worker? Wait, no, wait a minute. They too are addicted to Ray's good moods and everyone wants Ray to be in a good mood. I remember when Ray was in a bad mood and he had beaten up both me and my son Jerry. Wait a minute. And Jerry crying and begging me to take to take move away from Ray. He was really in a terrible bad mood that day. Then Ray's emotions suddenly turned into a good mood and our bruises and cuts had healed straight away. It was miraculous. Then my son Jerry loved Ray again and I loved Ray and this is a good life. When Ray is in a good mood and nothing can go wrong. What are you thinking? You said it. What? What's the opposite of reality? Fantasy? Ray is fantasy. You can indulge in fantasy. You can indulge in dark thoughts where you can go to dark places, but then heal yourself with nice resolutions. Ray is the opposite to reality, man. Ray is fantasy. Ray is what you can indulge in and you always come back to it. Yeah, you can be in a bad mood because you can fan, but you're still the one in control of the yeah. Yeah. there. We were viewing it as Ray is in control, but no, it's our protagonist who is in control <laughs> of Ray. But their medication is Ray, unless they say something else. It's just weird that he that she refers to him as being the stepfather. I, I think that's just the like framing device. Because mm-hmm. I have a son, this is my stepfather. That's a very common thing for people to latch onto. Initially, I think Ray is fantasy. I gotta, I gotta stress right now. I think what's so amazing about Rorschach Rorschach stories is they are the ultimate look. And I think I've said this before. I'm going to mm-hmm. restate it. This is the ultimate way to look at reader response theory. It is because, like, I, I do not pretend that I know what the fuck any of this is about. And I'm probably way off base, but this is how I'm interpreting this madness. Yes. And it's exactly. kind of nice just to always get undistilled madness in writing and be like, I'm going to pitch something from this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's right, but this is my attempt. Yeah. So uh, if there's any good thing I took away from English 380, my least favorite English course in college, it's it's this idea. Does, does Rorschach, Roshan, and Short Story 1 just circumvent death of the author because you can't even be kidding? <laughs> What does the author think? Oh, you don't want to know. Oh, shit. All right. Unfortunately, we are all born to see Reality Man and hear him, smell him, and even touch him. When Jerry, my only son, took my medication, he no longer could see Reality Man in front of him, and his life was fine for a moment. My medication has its limits, and I have a growing fan base. Uh, (laughs) What? 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 What is this? Who also want protection against Reality Man. starting a cult. No, they're starting a Twitch channel. I met up with the man who provided me with the medication and protection against Reality Man, but with the prospects of my provider going to prison... Damn. What? 
And that was getting too real for him. Reality man kept shoving it in his face. I needed him to give my medication. I needed him to give my medication so that reality man couldn't touch me or my son. We especially needed the mediation. <laughs> I think medication. Yeah. To keep reality man at bay when Ray was in a bad mood. This man who is my provider of this medication, my drug dealer, mm-hmm. reality yeah. man was fighting against him now. And if he was to be sent to prison, I would be lost in the same for my son. This is about drug addiction. Okay, I'm going to sure. start that sentence again. We especially needed the medication to keep reality man at bay when Ray was in a bad mood. So the medication isn't fantasy. No, but Ray is. Okay. Oh, I just I read ahead and I figure out what the medication is. Okay, uh, I'll read. Then I met up with parents with parents whose children were terminal, and reality man kept it kept making it more real for them. <laughs> They wanted my protection from Reality Man, and I gave it to them. I gave medication to them. They were so happy with Reality being held back and everything was fine. Reality loves shoving what you hate most right in your face. He grows in power from you facing your reality, and he enjoys it. I see people in all sorts of situations that have to face Reality Man. I help them deal with Reality, and recently I'm having to deal with Reality Man myself once again. With the prospect of... My provider going to prison for selling heroin. (laughs) (laughs) Heroin is the medication that keeps reality man at bay. What? That's pretty, uh... Okay. That's on the nose. Okay, there it is. God damn. Heroin keeps reality man at bay. Oh, boy. So, they use heroin on the kid to keep Ray from hurting... Unless Ray is the drug dealer. Well, Ray... When Ray's in a good mood, here's your drugs. When Ray's in a bad mood, where's my fucking money? (laughs) But, and also, Jerry is, like, in his early 20s, apparently. Gambling. He gambles and he needs to do heroin. Damn, his mom got him hooked on heroin in order to... Jesus Christ. This is dark. This is... Well, yeah, so was, so, so was the last one. Uh, every time. Uh, every time I'm not prepared. Oh, God. I just, oh, here we go. Uh, is this me? Yes. When Ray killed our dog in a rage... We still kept the body of the dog, so when Ray's in a good mood, the dog can come back to life only for when Ray is in a good mood, and when the good mood stops, the dog will go back to being dead. I remember once when Ray hurt my dear son Jerry again, (laughs) and his cuts and bruises weren't healing because Ray was in a bad mood for a long time. I wish I had my medication to keep Reality Man at bat that time. (laughs) I really thought that my son was going to die, but luckily Ray got into a good mood and my son Jerry healed and is living. Oh my lord. I love love these paragraphs that resolve themselves (laughs) so hard to mean nothing. Yeah. Oh, God. They're my favorite. All right. Should I take it home? Yeah. yeah. This year, I have only experienced, I have only been experiencing Ray in his good moods and never in the bad. Only my son Jerry was experiencing Ray's bad sides. Then my son Jerry said to me, Mother, just like the dead dog, you only open your eyes when Ray is in a good mood. And then I realized why I now only see Ray in a good mood. And my son Jerry sees Ray in both good and bad moods. Is she dead? I really wish my provider. Oh. I really wish my provider wasn't in prison because me and my son uh, need the medication to keep Reality Man at bay. It it's too much for me and or my son to handle. What? What? I, what? Okay, I thought I had something for a second. No, but... uh, and in, it has his tradition. This last this last <laughs> paragraph is like just exposing your hubris of oh, you thought you knew what this was about. <laughs> 
You sweet summer child. Uh, death of the Reader. <laughs> yes! You just seriously, like, Death of the Reader is the MO of these stories. Um, oh, I'm going to lose my fucking Everyone, shut up, shut up. I'm telling my story. Don't listen. I, I think that's another thing I love about these stories is, like, because there's this... Uh, this trend in literary analysis, which is, okay, let's examine the death of the author and let's apply this to uh, a Marxist theory. Let's apply this to this theory. Yeah. Th- these stories are just like, hey, reader, shut the fuck up. You don't know anything. <laughs> and you never, anything. And you never will. I hate you. <laughs> it's the story that hates you. It's, and it's beautiful because... You think you understand me? Fuck you. Seriously, like, I don't care who you get in this room. You can have someone with three doctorates in in literature. They don't know what this is about. Three doctorates. Like, really? And that's that's beautiful. It is yeah. an unsolvable mystery, and it's kind of nice in this day and age of the internet spoiling everything before you can even know about it. Oh, true. So, so it's kind of nice. I work for a university, and there's a part of... And I know people from every single program at this university... And there's that part of me that wants to go to the English department and say, hey, can you read this? <laughs> <laughs> can you do that? You're just this place. What's well, your opinion? Well, my old boss was is actually an English professor, has mm. a PhD in English. And there's that part of me that's like, hey, uh, Richard, you want to try, hey, want to try and read this? Richard! <laughs> I doubt he would. He'd probably be like, what the hell is this? Why'd you send me this? Everyone's like, like, I gotta play Alan Way too. I'm like, no, I'm good. To keep me up at night. Hundred hours of gameplay, my ass. I, now I'm just imagining David Lynch reading this and being like the fuck is this? Uh, yeah. Sounds like really... a good movie. I can make this. I can do Rorschach Rorschach has been David Lynch the whole just, I get it. David Lindsay hasn't had his uh, his coffee pre coffee and cookie. Do you think Rorschach likes Abe? <laughs> yeah, everybody likes Abe. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we continually quote um, what's that line from Genghis Khan? There's a few. Oh. <laughs> I am twenty one. <laughs> I mean, if, if hey, if you wonder why we're talking about Clone High, listen to the dregs. Oh yeah, no, go check that out. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I already talked about Patreon at the beginning. We Ex- talked about it briefly. Dancingly. Did we did? We I think half Long of this recording time. time was just us talking about Clone High. We also haven't hung out in like and in then, person in a while, well, so we just had like a long well, bench session. Yeah, basically. That, like as per usual, it turned into Star Wars, which is like everything just ends in Star Wars now. I, mean, I will say though, like. I saw someone um, say, like, hey, this course on Star Wars is pr- basically dead. Yeah. No yeah. one can say anything new at this point because Disney's not taking it anywhere new. And everything that has been said has been. And don't bother. And I kind of agree with that. That's reality, man. Like, we, we that's reality, man. We, we <laughs> could revisit everything we've said, but we've said okay, it before. It's time to go get your heroin. Heroin? Yeah. You need your heroin to keep reality man away. So there's no more discourse about Star Wars. That's the line from Star Wars. Okay, is it the... I'm thinking something. Because she's like, for the past year, it's only been a good mood. But it's like, does he kill... Is it he kills her and then doesn't see it and when she's dead... Is it because she's dead inside? I don't think she's... Maybe she's dead inside. But he said why. She closes her eyes. She closes her eyes to reality. She just ignores it. She's gotten good at it. Ray's on, when Ray's in a good mood, things are great. When Ray's in a bad mood, things are bad. I need my medication to keep reality man at bay. 
heroin. But I mean, heroin can also be it, but a definition. Heroin dealer went to jail, so now there's nothing. prison. Sorry. Prison. Yeah, prison. He's only being held. Uh, <laughs> is the answer like time? Sure. All of these answers are both correct and incorrect. That's the beautiful thing about this. No one can be right about these stories, and it's amazing. Yeah, but they will try to keep you up at night. Which what is why does that mean? Which is why we try to do these these stories sparingly, sparingly yeah. but it's hard. I feel like this sometimes. this is one of those stories. Like suddenly you wake up in the middle of the night, you poke you you poke at your spouse, and you're like, "Honey, I just thought of something." <laughs> What if Ray? <laughs> it's, time, it's time for a sanity check, everyone. Although, we do have what, if Ray, what if Ray was the dead dog? <laughs> what would you do if I woke you up at three in the morning and said, "Can we talk about that Rorschach?" <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, you know what? Uh, funny enough, okay, not with a Rorschach Rorschach story, but there was a point where I think it was like what, like early in the morning, and I'm like, David, and you're like, hmm? and I'm like. You know those stories where are those movies where like um, they keep saying Santa isn't real, but he turns out he is real. Mm-hmm. Where did they think the presents come from? <laughs> and his eyes opened up wide. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that actually happened. <laughs> and I, I hadn't stopped thinking about it. But you're like, yeah, in these universes, where do people think <laughs> the presents come fun? from? And it's a whole conundrum that I don't think has ever, as far as I know, been explored. Like, because I'm like, there's a free prompt for you, gang. Have fun. Have fun with that. Because I was like, wait, like in the movie The Santa Claus, everybody keeps saying he's not real, but he's clearly real in the movie. But there's a point where Charlie gets presents. Where the fuck do they think that those presents came from? No, but like, they don't believe Santa's real. Where did those presents come from? Presents only come for the children Believe. So the where, who believe. No, 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 but, but like, where, where, where the, what does the adults where, believe? Where you don't see the presents appear and go, magic. There's no such thing as Santa Claus. Magic. So where did these, these come from? from? Do you say magic, but, or is it because magic oh, is, look, clouding, it, it, is magic clouding their memories? It is, is what it, religion asks everybody. It's a leap of faith. No, but and it's dumb. This, this is the idea that adults aren't supposed to be, or act like, oh, we're rational. We don't believe in Santa the, the, Claus. That, that is the moment for kids to go, the adults don't even know. Ha ha. Like, it's stupid. It's that's, it's not logical. But this is something you're applying, that... You're applying no, logic not. to the illogical. I that's why it's something that's... Reality man. Reality man. It's all reality man. But this is a common trope. Like, the, like... Trope? Like, the whole idea yeah. of, like... Oh, reality man is a trope. Okay, you are now attempting to break down, like, Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies. Yes. Don't. <laughs> Oh, trust Abandon me. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Oh, trust me. Don't I know, bother. I know, actually, right now, uh, our good friend Alan, God bless him, is watching one Hallmark Christmas movie a day. Sober. Sober. 4K. Sober. I am more than willing. God speed, my friend. Look, so here's here's the thing. Dave and I actually do have a holiday tradition where we watch uh, Hallmark Christmas movies and (laughs) drink. drink. And drink. And we have we we do have a drinking game for it too. Mm -hmm. And we get friends together for a night, and then we're like, we drink our way through a Hallmark Christmas movie or something of that nature. Um, but. The funny part is, uh, there was a point when I was like a teenager and, um, we had like the one TV and it was usually controlled by my mom. So when Christmas rolled around, she would watch those religiously. So unless I really, it's like, Hmm, I, it's like, I could either be doing homework and cleaning or I could watch Hallmark movies with my mom. 
I guess I don't feel like cleaning right now, so I yeah. guess I'll watch. So I have watched a lot of these, and that's how I was able to like nail down this. All the tropes. Yeah, that list is that list is thorough and complete. I am totally willing, and I said, Alan, if you need me to watch one of these movies with you, I will. Just here, here's the thing. I think some of the most inebriated I've ever been is after you and I have played by your rules those drinking games. Oh my god! Oh no, there was actually one movie we watched. It was so bad. We just kept drinking. I think we got through two bottles of wine <laughs> to get through this hour and a half fucking movie. What was it? Um, a Christmas was it? Uh, a Christmas Beast or a Christmas Bell? A Christmas Bell. That was it. A, a Christmas, Christmas Bell. It was. Bell. It was basically Beauty and the Beast, but during Christmas time. And they also, did that movie. <laughs> yes, and Beauty and the Beast did Enchanted Christmas, but this is not what that is because it was very, very loose. Like, oh, this guy. He's a. It's. It's. She's metaphorically a beast. He's metaphorically a beast. Basically, she's metaphorically Belle. She's there. And she actually, he actually owns a dog named Beast, and that's like a cute ha ha ha. But the funny part is, this Why would dog you name is your dog Beast to be. It, she, he He's said, a tiny little Chihuahua. So no Why joke. Why would you name your wolf Ficus? That's a great name. <laughs> that wasn't a wolf. That was a. Uh, Caracal. Caracal. Oh right. Not, oh yeah. The Caracal's named Ficus. We went to the fake zoo. fan. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but with a Christmas bell, basically the whole premise is Belle, yes, her fucking name was Belle, goes to a rich man's house and has to check through his book collection to see which ones are considered um, classic underwear or something. Cla- no, <laughs> yes, because she works for a, her family owns an antique shop or whatever the fuck, I don't remember. God. But she's there and he's an asshole, but he's only an asshole because his fiance died. But when he gets better, uh-huh. last Christmas or some shit like that. Uh-huh. The so the wounds are all metaphorical. No, they're all real. In the story, the wounds are all metaphorical. Oh, but only when Ray is in a bad mood. Did like okay? Did I ever told our new Christmas tradition? For the show? Which one? What's your new? We drink pig and blood sacrifice. Yeah. So last uh, Christmas during Christmas, I'll be brief about this. Last Christmas, we were gonna go uh, meet our, her parents at uh, Christmas mass because that's the thing mm-hmm. they do. We show up, not there. Well, look, where the hell are no, they? No, 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 we no. go to their house. Where the hell are they? Okay, we don't we know what to, to do. Slow down a little bit. We need to <laughs> slow down. I'm getting to the reveal at the end. This story is a little more complicated than that because my parents like to sit in the front of a church for Christmas. No, they like to sit in the middle. They like to sit in the middle, but today they decided to sit in the front. They knew that we was the reveal at the end. Thank you for ruining my story. <laughs> So what's your Christmas tradition? Uh, point is, we couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. We could not find them. So we said, what do you want to go? Let's go check out a bar. Why not? And we find this really cool bar in North Park. And um, it's like the people there like miss their flight for like Christmas Eve. So they're all just there. It's this random slice of life of people. And they also have these really cool drinks on menu called like Pagan Blood Sacrifice and Krampus yeah. and shit. Sick. So we're just drinking at a bar on Christmas Eve. And then eventually her parents call her like, hey, where are you? Like, where are you? We went to your house. We went to the church. Or we're in the front row. Oh. Okay, we'll be over in five. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My parents are usually smart enough to realize that we're not walking to the front of a fucking church <laughs> before church starts. No. To sit near them no. so that we can all be a family during an hour where nobody speaks. Also, they wouldn't answer that. Also, my my mom and my dad both left their phones literally at home. So there was, like, no way to contact them. Yeah. 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 
So, so we made the new tradition up. I was going to go to a bar for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Same way you do it. That same bar, because that place was fucking cool. We should we should actually continue to do it in that window when my parents decide they're, it's necessary to be at church. Yeah. Because they seem to think they need to get to church 45 minutes early yeah. for an hour-long mass. And that's yeah. more than enough time for a good drink. Oh, hell yeah. We'll do a couple. Speaking of which, uh, how about Freshness rating for this story? I rate this story... Uh, one heroin out of five. <laughs> and by that, I mean, like, it's probably six out of five, but I've never done heroin. Maybe uh, I should. No. <laughs> I, I rate this, uh, sweet fantasy out of possibly, maybe heroin is a, is a metaphor for that fantasy. Who knows? I don't know how to rate a lucid writing story, but Ray is definitely an exalted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will rate this a Rorschach out of Rorschach. Appropriate. Yeah. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. I already told you where to go, although I will tell you, you should also, if you don't want to be part of the Patreon, that's okay. We understand. We appreciate the help, but honestly, just go support the shows on uh, whatever platform you're listening to. It would be helpful if you could, you know, leave some feedback or, you know, give us some positive you know, anything, any engagement is always appreciated. Uh, you can listen to many of our other fine shows on the Creative Warrior Network, which include things like Darkly Lit and Jameson Tapes and many other fine shows that are on hiatus and or concluded but have a great backlog of content. Uh, you can, as mentioned before, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Horror. That exists. You can go check that out. It's the same Patreon as Midnight Marinera. We're still doing some a little bit of housekeeping over there, but trust me, the new content already starting to flow in. New exclusives, exclusives for all exclusives. The new exclusives. The new exclusives for UCs, UCAers, <laughs> all you and Jameson and Jameson Jamesoners. 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 Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, get get your get your spider rooms ready, Jamesoners. <laughs> I feel like you might get in trouble for that one. Nah. <laughs> I think it's a good one, honestly. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Oh, and hey, uh, it's best, you know, talking about the holidays. We're in that season now. It's kind of crazy. So uh, uh, whatever. I mean, we'll, we'll probably get around to doing another episode this season, but uh, we'll see. Either way, uh, good night. God bless. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>